Wow, this case doesn't sound real, but I guarantee it is. In this case, a YouTuber intentionally crashes his plane for the likes. Stick around to hear more about this story. Hey, welcome back to E-Crime Bites, nibble number 34. So on November 24th of 2021, Trevor Jacob took off from an airport in California. This was no ordinary flight as Jacob claimed to have the ashes of a friend with him. He actually shows it on a video. Oddly, his plane has many cameras mounted inside and outside for this trip. Why? Well, Along the way, Jacob pretended to have an emergency and crashed his plane for the YouTube likes. So Jacob originally claimed his engine lost power and it couldn't be restarted. And since he had video of it, this is what he pretended happened. But now that he pled guilty, we see that this is not the case. How did Jacob survive? Well, when he jumped out of the plane or knowing that he was going to jump out of a plane, he took off wearing a parachute. He didn't just parachute. He filmed the jump and the out of control airplane with his selfie stick. He happened to have with him as he's plummeting through the sky. After landing safely and the plane crashing, Jacob hiked to the wreckage and removed videos he captured. Two days later, November 26, 2021, Jacob notified the NTSB of the crash. That's not typical. Between November 30th and January 3rd of 2021 and 2022, the NTSB tried to discover the location of the wreckage from Jacob, but he kept claiming he didn't know where it was. This is probably because Jacob knew that the NTSB would have a high probability of analyzing that wreckage and determining whether or not his engine actually had a true malfunction. Remember, in the video that he takes of this, he claims that there was a malfunction of his plane, so you would imagine that the NTSB would analyze his plane to see if there was indeed a malfunction. And a lot of times, NTSB, they just do this for improving the safety of the planes. It's not even just to investigate Jacobs, but since... Um, he claimed to not know where his wreckage was. The NTSB had nowhere to go look for this evidence. So we know that Jacob, not knowing the location of the wreckage, was actually alive because he returned to get his camera footage. We find that out later because he pled guilty. So then on December 10th, 2021, Jacob hired a helicopter company to airlift the wreckage to a local hangar. So this is just a few days after the crash. From there, like a goddamn aviation-themed chop shop, Jacob cut up and destroyed the airplane. He then disposed of the cut-up pieces at different trash receptacles around the area. The one question I had in my head, and I just didn't see any documentation for this, is what did he do with the engine block? That had to be the heaviest part of that plane, and I imagine it's not easy to getting that big block 
into chunks that you can throw away. Well, this activity is actually destruction of evidence because NTSB was looking for it. And it's not a good thing for Jacob as he probably thought it sounded originally when he said it to himself in his head. So then on December 23rd of 2021, Jacob uploaded the video that he collected from his crash and selfie stick and all that. And, in, and so the video is of the crash and in the video, he's using a wallet. The wallet was an item that Jacob was paid to sponsor. He was using his plane crash on his plane crash video on YouTube to make money from his wallet sponsorship deal. Well, now Jacob awaits sentencing. He pled guilty and now he's waiting sentencing. What I thought was interesting was by, yeah, I've researched this over a day or two and I, the full video was on YouTube when I started it. And then I did a real quick look at all my links here before I recorded and the video's gone off of YouTube. So if you want to see snippets of it, I saw snippets of the original uh, you'll probably need to go to the, some of the news articles that I've linked in our blog article. That'll get you to um, their broadcast. And in their broadcast, they have snippets of him flying and talking about the ashes and basically rolling out the door. And then he pops a parachute and you see him with the selfie stick looking back and you see the plane flying. And they do have uh, the last few moments where the plane actually cr crashes on the side of a mountain, which is very dangerous, if anybody was there, is my personal opinion. So if you enjoyed this real quick E-Crime Bites nibble, where I we just give you a, a minute or two of uh, electronic crime, in this case, electronic crime involves YouTube, but if you enjoy this, you're going to enjoy our longer themed episodes as well. So we produce nibbles of yeah, two to four times a week, and we produce a full episode once a week on Wednesdays. And that's where my co-host Seth and I take one of these cases and we go much more in depth on it. We talk about the person, the criminal. We talk about the victims. We talk about the crime. We talk about how the crime happens from a technical standpoint. We talk about the crime from a legal standpoint because Seth is a lawyer. We talk about what happens in court, what they get sentenced to, if they serve the sentence, uh, if we see any appeals or anything like that. So again, if you like the couple minute update that you're watching right now, I'm pretty sure you're going to like the 30 to 60 minute full length episodes that we put together once a week as well. I hope to see you over there on one of those longer videos soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.